Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Welcome to the Carrie and Tommy podcast, where excitement's a given. You know what's not exciting? Health insurance. But NIB's trying to spice things up. NIB, as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to get the scoop. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome to it for your Monday afternoon. How are we? Oh, still in the middle of Swifty Mania. Aya. Aya. Swifty Mum. Same, but Fringe Mania. <laughs> How were your gigs? Opening Adelaide shows Fringe. at Adelaide Fringe were great. I got another couple of weeks um, in this beautiful part of the world. Come on down to the gardens and see my show. I would love to see you there. The people that came so far, rowdy, they bought gifts, they were fun. How does oh, your crowd compare to a Swifty crowd, do you think? Same, same. Oh, sorry, older. <laughs> Definitely older. For Swifty or you? For me. You. I oh, there's a lot of mums, though, in the Swifty crowd. Didn't you take your kids? Yeah, I'm old, aren't I? Yeah, but sorry, you're saying how was the crowd? It was oh, without sorry. the kids. Yes, sorry, but I'm saying there was a lot of older people at Swifty. Yes, but, but you I said how was the with the crowd yeah. comparison? Yeah, yeah, there weren't kids. Does anyone no. ever bring kids to your show? Sometimes, cool parents. Yeah, I don't and, know. And do they regret? Or irresponsible yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they go like this. Oh, don't worry, he's heard everything. And then halfway through, they're like, he hasn't heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's heard a lot more than I thought Ugh, was everything. Even I've learned things today. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell, didn't even know what some of those words were. Uh, because yeah, apart from Swifty mania mm-hmm. and fringe mania, let's not forget that. Um, there's been some other mania going on. What across the news? Uh-huh. You know how you usually of the two of us are the headline grabber. Um, oh no, what have you done? I've been, I've been sneaking some headlines. I mean, not sneaking, stealing. I didn't even know they were happening, but that's what happens with the power of a newsmaker like me. I don't even know I'm doing it and people are talking about it. I'll tell you next. Carrie and Tommy. Tell you what, this show, because we have been Why making- Why your voice dropped an octave? Because it's serious Russell? stuff. We have been making- Headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. Fresh. You heard it here first as it was happening. Breaking news. From. No, this one's actually recent, I promise. With the big dog. <laughs> now, as you know, you are usually the headline grabber, the newsmaker of the two of us. Well, guess what? The what, big dog. What's happened? I didn't even know, but everyone's been talking about the big dog. What a tune. I've just discovered that that there is Willow, Will Smith's daughter. Yep. I had no idea. I'm going to go look <laughs> up her back catalogue That's some now. breaking news for Carrie. <laughs> When's that song out? Maybe 10 years ago, yeah, I reckon. How long ago? Yeah. Long time. We would have played it a lot when we were still doing this show. We would have played that song a lot. Would we have? I reckon, yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, uh, so here's the thing, mm-hmm. right? As you know, uh, I tried on some luscious long locks last week uh, for oh. the show just to see what I would Look like. you want to grow your hair out, mm, and so you mm. got a wig maker in. LC Wigs came in, and they yep. fitted you with a um, pretty lifelike yeah, wig, yeah, long yeah, hair yeah, wig, yeah. real human hair. And um, oh god, the news articles have been going nuts. It, it's gone across uh, Seven News. Um, seven Tom- News is in the like, yeah the no the print version. Tommy Little doesn't look like this anymore. Comedian shocks as he unveils jaw dropping transformation. Oh, because you did post a series of pics. Yeah. The last one was frightening. Yes, um, this is from another mm. news place. Um, comedian Tommy Little unveils shock new look. Oh. Yes. And um, it, look, the articles, to say they're complimentary would be a stretch. But anyway. The comments or the articles themselves aren't complimentary. A little of both. Um, in one, it says um, that I, uh, I, I, I've tried a bold new look and I completed it with a rugged five o'clock shadow, which is quite nice. Mm. Did you feel me, rugged? I felt very rugged. I also, it says in this, um, it is not clear exactly why Little was donning the wig in the first place. <laughs> 
and others knew, uh, he said, clearly Little was having fun with the wig, but some fans genuinely seemed to think this was his real hair. Oh. Yes, others knew it wasn't and begged him not to grow his hair anytime soon. Then it went into some of the comments, no, one follower wrote, oh my God, why, spewy foes, wrote another. (laughs) Definitely no to all, said a a third. And last one, can't unsee this. That was from just one of them. Oh, that's so hurtful. I know. And then um, it says here that I had a receding, I seem to have a receding hairline in one of the pictures. Well, that was the one, the bald one you posted. Yes, because I pulled the wig right back. It doesn't mention that that was on purpose in the... (laughs) Thing just that it seemed I have a receding hairline. Um, another comment said, all three of these weirdly look like you're an intern, but at different kinds of companies. Can't explain it. And then finally, um, another follower was a bit more blunt. My eyes are burning, she oh, said. Oh, that's so, I really liked it. I think you should do it. I'm all for it. And I think it was a breath of fresh air. I do. You yeah. thought that. Yeah, I think, I think, to ignore the haters there. I think that's really unfair. These haters were the nicest comments I got. Well, Do you remember it. what you said at the time? No, oh, I think I was on board. Well, you're going to have Your listen. new hairstyle. Wowzers. Tommy's clearly getting old with his midlife crisis hair situation. I just think keep it as is. That's my feedback. <laughs> you said it all sucks. <laughs> it did. And it does. But good luck with it. Is that you being on board? <laughs> Not liking it that much. Wowzers was sort of positive. <laughs> Wowzers, I know that's yeah. impactful at least. Oh, nah. Yeah. I, I'm, you do you, you know. This is too late for that. But at least you got the headlines. This is at true. At least you got but the headlines. But you had to trump me again, didn't you? Yeah. Because you knew yeah. that I was making headlines. Yeah. And I am wondering. Jealous. I know the thing you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm wondering if with my headlines, I may in fact make it into the next series of The Kardashians. Do you reckon? Maybe. What headlines are we talking about? Mm-hmm. We'll tell you next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Any relationship news you want to let the team know about? No, not that I know of. Really? Because I would consider us all to be quite a close-knit unit, mm-hmm. and yet it appears you've been keeping something from us. What have I kept from you? Would you like me to read out the headlines mm-hmm. of which I have numerous um, this is from the news.com. Travis Barker spotted with Carrie Bickmore on V-Day. That's Valentine's Day. Courtney Kardashian absent. This is from NY. That's New York. Breaking.com. New Where's, York. It's not from New York. Did it go N- to New York? NYBreaking.com. Where's Courtney? Carrie Bickmore sends Blink-182 fans wild after taking a photo with Travis Barker at Sydney's Luna Park. Um, this is from some other website at .com. This was a global one. Travis Barker spotted with Carrie Bickmore on V-Day. Courtney Kardashian absent. Um, Travis Barker with Aussie star Carrie Bickmore on Valentine's Day. Where's Courtney? Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker Mm. spotted with Aussie star. It keeps going on. Mm. Where's Courtney? What were you doing with Travis Barker of Blink-182 fame without Courtney Kardashian Mm. on Valentine's Day? It's a very good question. Uh, Well, we would like answers, please, Carrie. Well, first of all, um, my work was a success. If going, judging by all those little articles there, Mm. my plan worked. Do you want to hear my plan? Absolutely. So have you got images to to, go along with those articles? I assume it's to bed a a member of Blink-182. Was that your plan? I I mean, to be fair, I don't know many of the members of Blink-182. Well, you know one quite well according to the (laughs) articles of the world. So have you seen pictures that go along with those articles? Yes. Yes. Okay. So earlier, I think it was late last year. Yes. Hamish Blake and Zoe Foster Blake had a party. Yes. And it was a dress-up party. And like a lot of the country. I I was invited. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't. And a lot of the country, like me, followed along online. And I watched the photos after the party. Mm. And as I was flicking through, I Mm. saw Travis Barker. Well, I thought I saw Travis Barker from Blink-182 in the pictures. And I thought, oh, how was Travis at the party? And then on closer inspection... I also follow uh, Hugh Van Kylenberg. Great man. The great resilience project man. Yep. We've had on this show many, many times. And then I saw in his Instagram the same picture and I thought, oh, he's got the same picture of Travis Barker. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's not Travis Barker. It was Hugh Van Kylenberg. In costume. In costume dressed up as Travis Barker. But he looked so much like Travis Barker. I've spent most of my summer... I don't know why, but showing anyone that look at how much Hugh Van Kylenberg looked like Travis Barker. Oh my gosh. Then all of a sudden I noted that Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker were in town and my little brain was like, mm. oh, my God, I should get Hugh Van Kylenberg to dress yes. up as Travis Barker and then we'll hit the town. I didn't 
think through producers organised the day. We didn't think through the Valentine's Day bit, but that was genius. But that just happened to land. It just happened to land on Valentine's Day. But I was like, what if we went about town? And, you know, would people think we're trying to record like a duet together or... A, Sorry? No, they, no, they didn't. I've got all the news articles here. No, yeah. that's okay. Did that come up in va- any of them? No, <laughs> not one. <laughs> not one. And I thought, a duet I wonder... Together. I wonder if... Would people think they're getting back together and doing a new version of the project? <laughs> I just thought, could I fool anyone into thinking that guy? And so then I posted a picture on my Instagram yes. of me... Because we had all these... Okay, I'll step you through how the day went, yep. Okay. First of all, I rock up. We're in the back of a car, yep. and um, Travis, aka well Hugh, Hugh. aka Travis, Travis, yes, arrives and he's fully tatted up, right, arm sleeves, yep. tats all around. A man his who neck. usually has none. A man that usually has none, clean cut. And this was me seeing him for the first time. So we're in the back of a car. I keep going to say with Travis Scott. It's not Travis Scott. No. It's Travis Barker. It's, Travis it's not even Travis Barker. And it's Hugh Van Kylenberg. Yeah. And I keep calling him Travis Baker. And it's not Travis <laughs> you need to know your own name. I don't know who that is. Okay, so you're looking good. Um, so uh, I'm a I'm bit sure concerned up close. So I've only seen you through pictures. And through mm. pictures, you looked a lot like Travis Barker. You've got a skull cap that I can clearly see. I'm yeah. concerned. This is not. So I, I dressed up as Travis Barker for Hamish and Zoe's party mm-hmm. in the last year. And it just, it took me 20 minutes and it just, it just worked. I just, I did, I was like, oh my gosh, I look so much like him. Yeah. And when you guys asked me to do this, I went, yeah, easy, I can do that. I spent an hour last night and I look nothing like him today. <laughs> no. Did you wear the skull cap to the party? Because I saw photos of you and it looked convincing, but this is the worst skull cap I I've ever seen. In I fact, agree. I think I need to trim the bag. Did I, did I tell you what happened when I first got to Hamish and Zoe's party? No. Like how good my costume was? Yeah. So when I arrived, my mm-hmm. costume was so good that Hamish... So during the day, I was on the phone to Hamish and I didn't know his kids were in the car and I swore. And he goes, whoa, 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 kids in the car. And you wouldn't think Hugh Van Kallenberg would swear, so I'd understand that he wouldn't yes, think I... to give you a warning before that there were kids in the car. So Hamish thought he was safe, exactly. So I swore Hamish went, whoa, whoa, kids in the car, and that happened. Get to the party that night, and I walked in, and I was with Ryan and Jam, a couple of friends, and Hamish said, go Ryan, go Jam, and he completely ignored me. And I was like, oh, I think he's angry about the swearing in the oh, car. No. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Hold on, did he know what you were coming as? No. Okay, right. And then Zoe saw me and Zoe ignored me as well. And I went, hey, and she goes, hi, and sort of kept walking. And I went, oh, my God, they're so angry about the swearing in the car. I feel, it was like half an hour. I was so stressed. Like, they're genuinely angry at me. I'm at their party. This is terrible. And then Hamish sort of walked past me a bit later and he goes, oh, my God, I just realised who you are. <laughs> I am so sorry. I was like... Who is this person that's always invited? I don't know who this person is, but he scares me. I, I don't mean, like it's not. It's concerning that they didn't immediately think it's Travis Barker if it wasn't oh, you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he didn't look that convincing. But in okay. the photo, often. Well, that's interesting. So then we spent the morning together out and about in yeah. town. And what happened with that morning? I will tell you up next. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, big show still to come, but yes. right now we're in the middle of me uh, telling you all about my morning, my Valentine's Day morning spent with Bling Bling. Bling. And with Bling with Travis and Barker. Blink 182's Travis Barker. How did it all go down? You'll find out next. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. All right, so I'm in the middle of telling you about my Valentine's Day yes. morning. Travis Sorry. Barker. Go and have a look online at Hugh Van Kylenberg. He's from the Resilience Project, an awesome motivational speaker, yep. great guy. He went to a party at Hamish Blake and Zoe's house last year, and I saw pictures online and I thought he went as Travis Barker, and yep. it was uncanny how much he looked like Travis Barker, yep. full tatted up, bald head. He just looked like him, yep. glasses, everything. So I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I get him to dress up like that when Travis is in town with Courtney Kardashian, which they yes. are at the moment, Blink-182, and get about town and see if I can get written up hanging it's, out it, it's with made, Travis Barker. It's made worldwide news everywhere. Travis Barker spotted with Carrie Bickmore on V-Day, Courtney Kardashian absent. So what did we do with our morning? This is where it was a bit strange, and this is where we'd spent too much time in team meetings trying to work out what would Carrie and Travis get up to. Mm. And somehow... Trying to be in character. Somehow we landed on going tandem bike riding. Yeah, very Travis. Mm. <laughs> um, and then going uh, for a cup of coffee and then going to Luna Park on a roller coaster was the three things we were going to do with our morning. So just all the small things. Uh, all the small things. <laughs> we're done. Um, we took with us producer Sammy, who played the role as the PAP, and he just spent the Paparazzi. whole morning. Yep, he just spent the whole morning with the camera, 
taking photos, following us around, mm-hmm. going, you know, Travis, look over here, Travis. In fact, I think we have some audio. So this, you've got to paint the picture. We're trying to go somewhere busy. There was no one around. So we're just wobbling around on a tandem bike and then going to have a coffee. Yeah. And there is not a soul to be seen, but Sammy still stayed in character the entire time mm-hmm. as the Pat. Travis, give us a smile, mate. What's up, man? How's Melbourne? Melbourne's great. I love Melbourne. Travis, where's Courtney? Uh, good question. Where's Courtney? Just in the hotel, dude. That's the show last night. That's good, thanks. Travis, you a full screen guy or you Wink 182, baby. That's the shot, Travis. That's a nice day. Get eight hours of sleep last night. Travis, how was the concert? Rock those drums, Travis. Hey, your bike. Mate, can you leave us alone? Are you on a tandem bike? Not the first time being on a tandem, is it, Travis? What does that mean? <laughs> and I have to say my highlight then. And Sammy, it sounded like you did great work. He did really my, good work. My real highlight yeah. of Sammy then was the question, are you on a tandem bike? When <laughs> <laughs> I assume the two of you at this point were on a tandem bike. <laughs> That's hard hitting paparazzi. He was so journalism. annoying. Way to get the scoop. <laughs> I actually wanted him to go away. Like he was I know, real I tell in your voice. That wasn't acting. Now you should see all the pictures that were taken. There's photos of us like all around town. There's photos of us having coffee. There's photos of us, you know, near Luna Park. There's photos. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was a really funny morning. We got to the roller coaster and um, I ran out of time to go on the roller coaster. So we went all the way into you Luna Park and then we, we never mm. could get onto the roller coaster. But then I was like, I wonder if anybody will think that was Travis Barker. And then... We looked online and later that day, all the articles started popping up where people genuinely believed. And the picture I posted. American news sites. Well, then I was thinking, what if we got on the Kardashians? Oh, my God. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Because in the back, I purposely posted a pic of him in the background quite far back because up close. You didn't want to see the skull cap? Well, up close, the tats (laughs) look like a four-year-old's gotten tats Mm. and stuck them all around her neck. It was a very different. um, Her neck. Well, like got them and put them around their neck. Right, like right, it was right. when Hugh went as Travis Barker yes. to the party. I think he did a. I hope he's not listening, but a much better job than the version he rocked up. I mean, to me. I've seen the photos because he silks pretty good. It Go to our socials. We're going to put them all there. But I'm interested to know how things have unfolded for Hugh himself. Oh, the center of essentially a worldwide news story. Yes, should we chat to him up next? Right. Carrie and Tommy. Will I make it in an episode of The Kardashians? That's the question. Not just me, but the wonderful Hugh Van Kallenberg from The Resilience Project. He dressed up as Travis Barker to go to a party last year. And he looks so much like him that I thought, what if when Travis Barker's in town with Kourtney Kardashian, I dress him up like Travis Barker. We get about town, which we did on a tandem bike with the pretend pap. Went to Luna Park. Had fun together. I posted a pic and thought, let's see what happens. And World then the articles news. began. Worldwide news pickers. We and happened all to do asking, it on Valentine's Day, which yes. was not planned. And they're all asking, where's Courtney? <laughs> um, I mean, that's success to me. Yeah. We achieved what we wanted. We fooled people. But how did it feel for Hugh? He joins us on the line now. Welcome, Travis. Yes. Thank you. I Thank you very much. That's a, a lovely welcome. I Yeah, I have to say, I was riding around in a tandem bike with Carrie Bickmore dressed as Travis Barker. It's it's probably not something I ever envisioned happening in my life, um, but <laughs> yeah. I was stoked that it was actually happening. I was love. I just loved how committed you were to it. So you really took on the persona <laughs> of Travis. I think we've got a little bit of you here. Um, you yelling out to people, and to keep in mind there wasn't a lot of people around. Sometimes you were just talking to yourself. This was you. What's up, man? Blink one eight two. Rock. This ain't easy. Hey, man. Hey. Take it easy. What's up, man? Take it easy. Melbourne's great. I love Melbourne. Just having a coffee, dude. Love Melbourne. Blink-182, baby. It's Travis Barker. <laughs> if you say your name enough, you might convince people that it's you. Hugh, I need to know. Obviously, you decided on your phrases. Um, what's up, man, being one of them, and take it easy. Was that, was that, was that, any, was that research-based or did that just hit you at the time? I, as we were going along the bike, I realised we we're going to have to talk to people, and I thought, "What would a drummer say?" And for some reason, "Take it easy" <laughs> was the first thing I thought a drummer might say. I don't know why. I should have said something more. I don't know, like hello, more, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a standard greeting. I, I thought "take it easy" was. I don't know. Like I, I felt I was trying really hard because yeah. when I did dress up as Travis Barker at the dress up party, I really accidentally really nailed it so much so that the host didn't recognise me and we're a bit like, who's this guy walking around our house? We don't know who he is. Yeah, Hamish and Zoe uh, didn't know that you were Travis Barker and thought you were random at their party, and it was you. Yeah, I, I, I had actually been on the phone to Hamish during the day, and I swore 
Wait, so I was talking to him and he was in the car and I swore and he went, whoa, 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 kids in the car. And I didn't know the kids were there. And then that night when I got there, Hamish was kind of ignoring me and I thought, oh no, what have I done? I, this must be the swearing in the car thing. Yep. But then I, he, half an hour later, he went, oh, sorry, I just realized who you are. I'm sorry, I didn't know. So he just thought I was like a thug, basically, walking around his house. <laughs> and did you, did you tell him to take it easy? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I should have left. But, but as Karen and I got around the bike, I was like, I, I feel like I didn't quite nail the tattoos like I did No, the last tattoos, time. the last time they looked really like they could have been his. This time they looked like he went down to the $2 shop and found this random hodgepodge mix of tats that's and then put exactly, them around your exactly neck. That's exactly what I did, <laughs> <laughs> exactly I did Gary, because last time the tattoos lasted four days. I couldn't get them off and... I had some. You had to go do a corporate gig after our thing, so we had to get the tats off within like ten minutes. Once again, did you open the show? What's up, man? (laughs) (laughs) So I just so when I was on the bike getting around the tandem bike, I was thinking I don't look like Travis Barker. I'm going to sound like him, and I'll be honest, I panicked and started saying, "What's up? Take it easy." And I don't know why I did that. What Um, about the bit where? What about the bit where? You heard me. I was actually calling out because I was on the back of the bike. No, I was on the front of the bike. Where was I? On the front. And I called out to our producer, Pip, and I called her babe. But Hugh thought I was now calling him babe. So for the next five minutes, every sentence started, babe, babe. And I said, we're not like, I'm not your babe. He's like, what? I said, I think you need to stop calling It is very confusing, though. It's Valentine's Day. Hugh's on a character, bike. you're on a tandem bike. Yeah. If you're not his babe, who are you? Well, tr- did you see, Hugh, the stories that popped up? I, I, so a friend of mine sent me a message. He was joking. He jokingly said, is this you? And I said, it was a picture of you and me at Luna Park um, where one of the news people had said, where's Courtney? I can't, I can't believe Travis Parker and Carrie Bickmore are hanging out together. Oh, and I, and so I wrote back to him and said, yeah, it is. It is me. And he wrote, ha, ha. And I said, no, no, it is. That is actually me. And he wrote back, no, it's not. And I went, okay, it's not then. Take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you so much for Hang taking on, sorry. part. I before, actually think, we, yeah. before we let Hugh go, mm-hmm. I do have one more question about your choices of things that you were saying to people. We've covered yeah. what's up, man, and take it easy. The point where I think you really um, were reaching was when you just started saying, Blink one eight two to people. <laughs> well, I thought I thought people might be thinking, is that that can't be? And I thought if I say Blink one eight two, they go, it is. He knows his band. <laughs> I think we should try and get Travis Barker on, get an interview with him, and introduce Travis Barker to the other Travis Barker. Because I think you could get work being his like. Oh no! What do you call it? Like his stunt not double. stunt double, stunt but, double or but, a... but what's going to be really hard is we're not going to be able to get Travis Barker. So now Hugh's going to have to play both characters. One being <laughs> like you've Hugh. heard me, you've heard me. I can do it. I'm up for this. You've what heard me. Stunt. I'm very good. Blink one eight two. The other thing, just just I'm very quick. I have to say a huge apology, Carrie. I, I, the, the way the bike was positioned, my hands, every time we turned the corner, yeah, it was just, I was just touching your bottom. You were. I still feel terrible. <laughs> were you touching, <laughs> were you touching babe's bottom? <laughs> I was a lot. Take it easy. <laughs> Gary and Tommy. Guys, we've got some trips to give away. We do. Mm. Adelaide Fringe Time. Come yeah. with your mates and have a laugh. Yes, in the gardens we are broadcasting live and you could be coming with us. But you know how we were talking about... Uh, Friday night, Taylor Swift, obviously her first show in Australia, and how many people were scammed and couldn't get Ooh. in to the, the G, Ooh. couldn't get into any of these shows mm. that she's doing because they've been scammed. I have a story about being scammed. Yeah. Happened to me. I'm oh going to tell you about it next. Okay. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Swift mania sweeping the country. Swainia. <laughs> Swainia sweeping the country. I got... No. Be country, be <laughs> I got the pleasure of going mm. on um, Friday night mm. and, God, it was pure joy. It yeah. was just a spectacle. Yeah. It was amazing, very long. Um, uh, my five-year-old lasted a good, I reckon, half to Ooh. three quarters of a way through. Uh, do you want to quickly take a bet on how early Carrie left? Huh. Oh, no <laughs> way, mate. It's quite early. Too, so big, too big a crowd. So I reckon, I reckon three probably, songs early. I was going to say three songs in. Oh, three songs in. I didn't oh. leave three but songs in. But then posted in. about it heaps and a bit delayed. Paid so someone to stay, take a bunch like, of photos. <laughs> yeah, I've been there the whole time. I may have left before the end, yeah. but only because I had to you catch the tray home. Joy. No, no, no. It was pure joy, but it went for three hours and a half. Yeah, it's still- 
and I had to carry a sleeping child out of the G onto a train home. And I knew Who's from child? Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just collecting them. It's yeah. going around. Um, I knew from Ed Sheeran that trying to get out, the queues would be huge. And I thought, I can't carry her the whole time. So I Isn't left three songs before mm. the I, end. So I, I got missed this Karma. advice from Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Not advice from Ed Sheeran. I went to Ed Sheeran's concert and found that it was hard to get out of. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with leaving just a couple of songs. She did like 150 songs, so leaving is, three three before the end was fine. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. It was actually, there was a whole album that I didn't know, and I thought in the middle of it, oh, come on, Tay-Tay, like, we don't need this album. Mm. No one knows this album. I looked around, and every single person knew all the words. Oh, That's how committed the fans were. It yes. was just, and it was seeing, I think seeing joy through your children, like seeing their excitement, it was just mm. beautiful. And was it a full house? Why is that? Why are you saying that with a smile? What's that I mean? I just meant, were there many seats spare? No, none. Oh. Okay. Why? Because <laughs> we've been talking about how it's been sold out for about, oh, six months now on the show. <laughs> it was sold out. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I don't understand what's asking happening. Asking the question of like, did she manage to fill, fill the venue? Oh, you're trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I attempted it. It was an attempt at humour. Anyway, it was a brilliant, amazing night. But yeah. we were broadcasting from there. Fifi and I did our show live from the MCG. Yeah. Um, and we, in the middle of the show, I got a text message. And it said, hey, mum, I've had my phone stolen. Oh. You need to contact me on this number now. Uh-oh. And I was like, mm. no, 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 you don't catch me. I know this Classic little tricky scam, scam mm. message. And so I ignored it for about six hours. Yeah. And then I was speaking to my mum who had brought the girls in by train to meet me in there. And mum said, um, oh, you know, Ollie won't be able to get hold of you. And I said, why? And she said, because he's had his phone stolen. I was like, oh. (laughs) I said, how funny, I did get that message. And she goes, yeah, he sent it to you earlier this afternoon. I said, yeah, I thought it was a scam. Yes, I would have as well. And I thought lucky he was with my mum and my mum could take him to cricket and all the things he had to go to because I just fresh-aired him, completely fresh-aired him. I would have done the same. Yes, and it reminded me of the time where you thought you were being scammed and it was real. Remember that? Yes, I bought a piece of art from overseas. And, and they were trying kept to leaving me messages it. telling me I had to pay some fee to get in the country. And you're like, uh-uh. Don't fool me. I'm far too <laughs> smart for that. Anyway, that went back to Portugal three times. Because <laughs> it was actually a bit of it art. It was, yeah. And I did need to pay an entry fee to get it in. But I wanted to know on 131060, because they're little minor examples. Nothing bad happened in the end. We worked out, I got hold of him through the, the number he was telling me to message yeah. him on and we got his replacement phone. But when was the scam and real and it was like something actually quite big that you either missed out on or that you ignored. And it was real, but you thought you were being scammed. Maybe bills that you hadn't paid. Would you go f- as far as to say, when wasn't it a scam? When wasn't it a scam? That flows off the tongue a lot more. When was the scam real, doesn't it? They're both pretty good. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. When wasn't it a scam? Carrie and Tommy. If you would like to come with us to Adelaide Fringe, stick around. We've got tickets to give away a little bit later on. Mm. But right now we're talking about when the scam was real. No, what did you call it? When wasn't it a scam? When wasn't it a scam? But you thought it was a scam. Yes. Because on Friday when I was at Tay-Tay concert, I got a message saying, Hi, Mum. Why are, you, why are the producers waving at us hysterically? Is everything okay? I'm just going to recalibrate the callers. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you get it wrong? Um, can I throw Lizzy under the bus here? What did you think you were taking calls on? I said, when's a scam legit? What? Uh, so, like, legit, legitimately not a scam. And Lizzy was like, what? hang yeah, on. No, that- so is it a scam or not? And I said, no, it's when it's not a scam. Yeah. And she was like, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Oh. We'll, we'll let you go find the calls when it wasn't a scam and I'll yeah. continue to tell my story. I have no idea who these calls are going to be. Anyway, I got a message from my son saying, hi, mum, I've lost my phone. Mm-hmm. Don't contact me on this number. Here's my new number to contact me on. And I thought, nah, tricky, tricky. Uh-uh. I'm not falling for that. Nah, That's not a born scam. Today. That's that scam everyone gets. Mm. And when they get it, I think, oh, who would fall for that? Mm. Yeah. And then six hours later, I realised, no, my son had lost his phone. Yes. And he had no way of contacting no, me because I was ignoring this. him. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so we wanted to know, and you had the sim- same thing happen. You were waiting for a painting to arrive and you yep. just kept thinking you were being scammed, but the painting got sent back to Portugal three to be, times. To be fair to you, the message that you got sounded very scary. Do we scammy. have it? Time to get in touch with you. However, we are going to disconnect your internet and landline services in 24 hours. Wrong one. That one does yeah. sound very scammy. Yeah. Oh, that was a scam. That, that one, one was, was a scam. scam. Gosh, we're confusing right. ourselves it's now. God, our cause are confused. We're confused. Ben, what are you calling about, Ben? Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why are you calling, Ben? What do you think you're here to tell us about? I, I got a, um, I got, I won a prize, a major prize, and mm. I thought it was a scam when they were ringing up to tell me that I'd won it, and I ignored the call the first time, and I ignored the call the second time, and my wife ended up answering, and I'd we'd run an all expenses paid trip to Melbourne to watch um, a football game. Oh. Staying, Staying in a motel, airfares, everything from Jamison's Whiskey. It was a promotion I'd entered and actually we won it and I didn't realise and I just thought, oh, it was a joke sort of thing. And and if your wife hadn't have intervened, oh, you never would have done a trip. Stay. That's true. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How was it, Ben? How was the motel? <laughs> we stayed at the height. It was beautiful. Oh, oh you called lovely. it a motel, but hotel. Yes. We were imagining uh, well, you were getting a trip to the... <laughs> yes. we, we, got, we got picked up. We got taken to the football. Wow. We got dinner. Right, we Benny. got spending money. The whole thing. How good. <laughs> How good. Thank you, Benny. That is great. G'day, hey, Oz. Just to the producers. Perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. Well done. <laughs> was that one of yours, Sammy, or one of Oz's? That was Sammy's. Yeah. Yeah, well, Oz's are still sh- hanging up on all sh- hers because they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. G'day, Oz. Hi, this is Oz. What happened? Sorry. Thanks, Oz. What happened? This is Tommy. What happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got a. I took my son to the shopping centre. We had some of those, you know, those really funny costume photo booth things. Yes. Yeah, so he had some photos taken, and then every few months, every few months I get an email or a text message saying, hey, come purchase some photos, get some photos. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is so annoying. So I delete all the emails whatnot. Come to, like, fast forward a couple of years, my son starts kinder. They have their kinder photos taken uh, in, like, February or March. Yeah. And then by September, I'm like, where are these photos? Like, why haven't we been told to, you know, purchase them and whatnot? And then I asked the kinder, and they're like, oh, they were sent out like a week after the photos. Like, didn't you get the emails? They're from this, this company. And she said the monkey boat. And I was like, what? That's the photos. That's the emails I've been ignoring. I've just been deleting them all. Oh. I couldn't use them like kids' photos till like September. I know. And then, like, it's such a shame in this day anyway. and age that you just can't get any photos of the kids you? anymore. You know, know. Like, it's <laughs> the only chance to that's get almost a photo a of your year. kid at that age. You'd have no, like, no evidence of it at all. Thank you, Oz. Was what that one of yours John? as well, Sammy? Yeah. yeah not right on wins. topic. <laughs> John. Hi, Kerry. Hi, John. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks, John. What's going on? Um, my wife had a call probably 12, 18 months ago, um, and the caller said they were from the Australian tax office and we owed them money. Mm. So she said, oh, yeah, sure, this is a scam and hung up. And we got a call about uh, three months later from our accountant saying, uh, the ATO's been trying to catch uh, catch up with you. You've got an outstanding bill. Yeah. How, so, and, how much and, was it, John? Uh, for about $1,200. Um, but that's all right. They, Does that mean you just didn't have to pay? You got a few months of leeway. No, no. They were putting $250 on excess oh. for not paying. So we explained the situation and... Luckily, the ATO have a sense of humour and they took the additional charges off. Great advice to anyone listening. Just just delay your payments and say you thought it was, thought a, scam. It was a scam. That's great, John. Thank you very much. Finally, let's go to Kim. Afternoon, Kim. Hello, how are you going? Very well. When was the scam real? Well, I, it was actually me ringing and then um, they thought I was the scam, so they nearly hung up, but... It was actually me ringing to um, tell my husband's biological father he had a son that would like to meet him, and, yeah, he almost hung up on me. Um, but, yeah, didn't. Um, then they ended up meeting and, and whatnot. But, oh God, yeah, this has taken a real turn. <laughs> I'm fascinated. From photos to this is your child. <laughs> Kim, Kim, why was the um, responsibility, I, I use that for want of a better word, on, Kim. on you? Oh, look, my husband was, like, really anxious about it and, yes. you know, just in case he didn't want to know him or something like Aww. that. But, um, yeah. So and he I didn't was at like, first. Oh, do I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> How did you convince him that you were real? Oh, I, I don't know. It must have just been pure luck. He just held on for a couple more seconds and I spoke really quickly and got it all out, so. <laughs> and yeah. do I dare ask yeah. now how ask. their relationship is, Kim? No. <laughs> No, okay. good not to we ask. Glad we didn't. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to find out more. Speaking of exciting things, mm. want to know how my morning, my Valentine's Day morning with 
Travis Barker went. Ooh. Could have been Hugh Van Kylenberger, not Travis Barker. Yeah. Or was it? It's a mystery. Ooh. But you can download the listener app, favourite the Carrie and Tommy podcast, have a listen and find out why Travis Barker and Carrie Bickmore made headlines. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Thanks to NIB. Hey. Oh, I was going to say, can I say what's up next? Of course you can. Okay. It's your show. If you've ever been, it's Half not. It. It's not. That's <laughs> no, actually not true. Eight percent? Eight percent? Oh, five on a good day. On a good day. <laughs> yes. Um, because up next, if you've ever um, rented an Airbnb mm-hmm. and wondered what they do and can use the cameras for, well. What cameras? I'll tell you about it next. Oh. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. I'm hey. fascinated by this story you're about to tell. Because Airbnb, um, are you? do you ever get worried about cameras in Airbnbs? I can't remember the last time I stayed in an Airbnb. I'm trying to think when I stayed in an Airbnb. But, but so no. it's never something that crosses your mind. What do you mean cameras? Well, like so, security cameras. So there is a story here. This is from the States. And a, um, a man, mm. he, uh, he rented an Airbnb and he let the host know that he was going to have a few people over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And the host said that's fine as long as it doesn't exceed this amount. Anyway. He did exceed so the amount. So it's not allowed to be a party, just There's a, a no party policy, exactly the yes. wording that was used. Anyway, he did have more people over because she said in her thing, I monitor the security cameras at all times and oh. do a head count of the guests, just so you know. Oh, so she, give, she gives her guests the heads up that she'll be watching on security on how yep. many people enter yep. the door. Yep. And then um, oh, there was more. It's creepy. There was more than he said. And well, how would um, you then go stay there anyway? And she messaged him um, straight away and said, "Please leave immediately." That's I've had so complaints from the neighbours, and he said that is completely untrue. Um, please vacate immediately. You cannot stay at the house. He did. What did he do? Stayed to the next day. Great. And left, and then put up a bad review saying right. he was harassed by the host. They did nothing wrong. The host then find him. How, how, can I ask any questions? Or mm. you, how many people exceeding how he said many he said was going oh, to be there? Oh, it wasn't many. It was something like uh, eleven people or something right. attended his dinner. It okay. wasn't like it was you know fifty, 50 people or yep. whatever. Um, anyway, then when he refused to pay the fine, the host took a screenshot of the security camera footage of the man with a woman coming into the house. Mm-hmm. It was just one of his guests' dinner. Mm-hmm. It was a woman who wasn't his wife, and the wife wasn't there for the dinner. And sent it hold to on, his on, wife. On. Not the guy that rented it, but yeah, one of his guests. It. Oh, no. The, and it was him with his hand on the back of another woman. It's just with a woman, it doesn't say. Sure. And she sent it house, to who? And she sent it to the wife of the man who rented the house. How did she know it wasn't his wife? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Anyway. But she did that as a blackmail attempt oh to try God. and get him to pay up. Yeah. And now he's suing her. But here's what I want to talk about. Oh, my God. That's such a fascinating story. Is everybody that I know... Um, has a very different view on what they do in Airbnb places. I have friends who literally go in and check for cameras. Like they think there's going to be mm. cam- hidden cameras in bedrooms, hidden cameras in the lounge room. I have never looked ever. Like I just go in and. So can Airbnb hosts have security cameras that they tap into while you're staying there to make sure you're not trashing the place or to see what you're doing? Or is that not, are they not allowed? Is I that invasion thought, of privacy? I would have thought on the inside of the house, surely that's illegal. But okay yeah. on the outside. Yeah, What I if you're like, so. like topless sunbathing in the backyard or something and all of a sudden the person in the whose house The backyard does is, seem a bit weird as well. And that's where your security cameras would be, on the perimeters of your house, surely. Yeah. Well, here's what I wanted to ask on 131060. Uh, Airbnb hosts, give us a call. Do you know the laws around this? And you can be anonymous. Do you ever have cameras inside the house? And it might not be for nefarious reasons. It might just be, as you said, so they don't trash it. You might have a liquor cabinet or something that you don't want them touching and you want to check that they don't go in there. Airbnb hosts, give us a call and clear it up for us. Do you or do you not have cameras? Spy on you. Yes. And even what Carrie said, if you have cameras around the outside, are you allowed to just have... Tap in when you want. Yeah, videos of people sunbaking topless. It's very specific. <laughs> well, just whatever they're doing. Sure. Might be skinny dipping in now. the pool or... You're being specific again. Mowing the lawn the with things no you've pants done. on. There you go. <laughs> Dangerous. Very <laughs> Dangerous. the grass. Oh, I've gone over a dog turn again. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. We are going to let you know how you can win tickets to come to Adelaide Fringe with us. Yes, broadcast live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights because uh, we are talking about the truth behind Airbnbs. 
where do they have cameras? Do they ever have them on the inside? And what can they use them for? We've asked for Airbnb hosts or anyone who has experience. Well, we said we'd keep you anonymous. And our first caller, we are going to keep anonymous. Are you an Airbnb host or you're a guest? I was a guest. Okay. What and tell happened? us what happened. Well, we arrived and it was the first time we stay in lots of Airbnbs, mm-hmm. always, the whole family. And the last Airbnb we stayed in, there was cameras out the front. Yeah. Of the property. So yeah. it just made us feel a little bit like you're constantly being watched coming yes. in and out. Mm, what and what were you planning on getting up to? Well, we weren't planning on getting up to anything <laughs> and we weren't actually even having anyone extra stay over, but yeah. we'd gone down there to go to the beach. So we were at the beach area and my daughter-in-law had booked it and we kind of just felt like she had to constantly be letting the owners know, oh, my sister-in-law's arrived with her family, but we're only here for an hour. We're just going to oh, have a bit of lunch. annoying. Yeah, yeah. He constantly wanted to know who was coming in and out the place. Did you complain? Like, I don't think she did. We've just let it go. The place was clean and all the rest of it. It just, once you start adding cameras, I get that they need to check the cameras when they're probably not living down that way and, you know, they're checking on the place when people aren't around. But when you've got guests there, um, I don't know, unless they've had a bad experience before, could be why. Yeah, it just feels like that. a real invasion of privacy. It does. I agree. I agree. It feels a What bit about Taylor? Eek. A bit icky. Hey, Taylor, are you an Airbnb host? Yes, so I stay in a lot of Airbnbs, but I also run an Airbnb in Mooney Ponds. Right. Yeah. And you're prepared to talk about this. Cameras inside, outside the house. What have you got going on? Well, we actually run an apartment in one of the big sky rises in Mooney Ponds. So as with all those apartments, there's cameras in the lobbies, there's cameras in the lifts, there's cameras in the hallway for the security of everybody staying in those apartments. I, I, you know, it's like staying in a hotel. Those cameras are there for the security of everybody, but inside the actual apartment, legally, you are allowed to have a camera in a lounge room. Huh. You're not you're not allowed cameras in any private areas like bedrooms and bathrooms. I would have thought when you're renting a place, though, the lounge room is a private area because anywhere where people can't see in mm. from the outside should be a private area, right? Um, I, it's like a, a, the same rules apply to nanny cams. God, do you What's ever a, go in and watch hang them? Hang on, sorry, but Taylor, with nanny cams, it's when people are uh, occupying the house so they know. But when you're coming in as a guest... The privacy do you, law doesn't change for the reason why a person is in the house. But so do can, you have to tell them? Um, I don't have any in my lounge room, just mm. heads up. Sure, um, sure. But legally, I'm not sure if you have to tell them. I know with a nanny cam, you don't. Really? I, that doesn't make any sense to me because then you could just say anything's a nanny cam, but then put it wherever mm. you want. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Because the difference between a nanny cam and a camera is nothing. Yeah. One's just hidden in a teddy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would just say, well, it was a nanny cam. And you'd say, but why is it Mm. hidden then, you know, facing a couch? Taylor, do you ever, while people are in there, tap into the cameras to watch them? Never. I totally agree that when someone's paid for the, the... the luxury of staying somewhere that that what they do uh, the other lady talked about um how you can find somebody yep. and that's what you should do you, they're innocent till proven guilty right so if everything is fine and kosher or why create issues or mm. headaches for mm. yourself let them enjoy if there's a problem later on then do something about it good on good you taylor. On, taylor what about bella bella are you an abb host or a guest Ah, uh, we were a guest uh, in a property in Queensland. Yeah. Um, and on the listing, it did state that there were cameras. So that's why. These days, everyone has cameras on their house on the outside. Well, most people do. Um, but then when we went inside in the lounge room, there was, you know, a camera in the lounge room. Um, so we messaged the host and we're like, you know, can you just confirm that it's off? I've got young kids. There's a pool. The people, kids will be running in and out naked, you know. Yeah. I don't necessarily want them videotaped. Um, 
And she said, look, obviously we don't monitor them, but they are on. Mm. Did you put something over them, Bella? No, the way they're mounted, you couldn't. So, and then we spoke to, my husband was not happy. So we spoke to Airbnb, but um, they said, look, as long as it's in a communal area, like that lady said, it's okay. And they've, they've informed you. So, you know, I did say to the lady and, and in property, in an, so in and on property are two different like meanings when it comes to security cameras. So yeah. I just, in the long run, I just said, look, please give me the benefit of the doubt and just, you know, stick by and don't monitor us because it's very uncomfortable. It's Absolutely. Gross. Thomas here. Thanks, Bella. Thomas here actually knows the law. What's the law, Thomas? So in Victoria, if it's a shared um, house with a guest and the actual one bedroom, you can have it in a communal area where you don't expect privacy. But if you're renting the whole house, you can't have any inside or in the backyard. Yeah, that feels you about can, right. Yeah, with the backyard, you can, but you have to have the signage up. and oh. It's lurking anyone that can go in. From the front of a house, you can have any cameras from what's seen as what's reasonable. And the reasonable test easiest way is what you can see from the street. So, so Thomas, even if um, even if they are to let you know, like the call we've just heard Bella, even if they let you know, if you've rented the whole house, but they say, hey, there's a camera in the lounge room, that's not allowed. That's correct, under Victorian law. But they can have it in the backyard, so. Yes, but you have to have the signage up yep. referring to any way, and it has to be in any way you get to the backyard. So if it's going through the house, you have to have it somewhere where someone, let's say they're going through the side of the house, through the yep. side yep. fence, they have to have the sign. But then if they're going through the house, they also have to have it inside the house. Oh, it's bloody interesting. Good Thank to know. you, it's Thomas. Good to know if you're going to mow the lawns with your pants off, just look up. They have to have a sign there. Yes. If not, go for your life. Do you reckon? What if you hit a stick? Mm, oh, that not... is, yeah. Or a dog too. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy are gonna go and put on a show and Adelaide Fridge. Yes, we are live from the garden at Adelaide Fridge. Presented by the Garden of Unearthly Delights, the heart of Adelaide Fringe. I'm going to say it here and now. I reckon that's one of the best openers Jesse Boy, our audio guy's ever made. He makes a mean opener, and that has really got me excited for Adelaide Fringe. And the gardens is one of the most magical places in this country because it absolutely comes to life, and we are sending a whole truckload of people there because we are broadcasting live from there doing our show. This is your chance to win a ticket for you and three mates. You can get your crew together and see us live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at the Fringe. Yep. Kirsty, are you wanting to come? Oh, most definitely. Best place to be. Okay, so the way this works is you've got to give us the cringe, cringe, cringiest, cringiest joke you can. <laughs> cringe for Fringe, okay? And then we're going to pick the cringiest joke. And you and your mates get to come. All right. Well, my dad used to deliver this so well with the gut laugh after. But um, what noise does a bee make flying backwards? What noise does a bee, a bee make, make flying, flying backwards, backwards. Kirsty? Zub zub. Zub zub. I don't get it. Said a buzz buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, Kirsty. Sorry, Alan, am I meant to like it? Wait. I, I no, no, it's just, honestly, my dad used to tell my us about 10 times and have told all of the children, grandchildren, and they he laughed every single time. I like that it still hilarious. gave you a little chuckle, though, yeah. Kirsty. You know when a joke's been told so many times? It's a memory. Yes, it becomes yeah. funny. It's, it's also, Kirsty, Zub Zub is just fun to hear. Yeah, it's zub fun zub. to say. <laughs> zub Zub. Okay, Kirsty, stay on the line. It could be you. Uh, g'day, Fiona. Hi, guys. How are you? Yes, living the dream. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm living the dream also. Okay. What's she that look like? like? I feel like uh, Fiona would be well suited to your Mean Girls Club, you two. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Fiona, are you a nice person? If um, the price is right, yes. <laughs> she sounds she's like tough. she's in. She sounds like one of us. Do you wear boob tubes? No, no, I can't. I'm sort of uh, well endowed in that area. Right. Isn't that oh quite genuinely? Minor you know, as someone that grew up with no boobs, doesn't it make it easier to wear the boob tube? 
not if you you know you're gonna risk a bit of a sort of slip. A nip slip. Of, yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if I could say that on the radio. But I'll yeah. say it. Did, yeah. did Carrie just admit to us that she didn't have boob tubes? She only had chest tubes. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had boob tubes, but they weren't worn the way that they should have. It's a scarf. Sometimes I just pulled them down and worn them as a short skirt because they were better suited to that part of my body. That's genius. Yeah. You're really, whatever yeah. you lacked in, you've really made up for it. Intelligence. That's fantastic, yeah. Carrie. I can't think of another item of clothing that doubles as another item of clothing. Fiona, is there another item of clothing that doubles as another item of clothing? Mm, not that I can think of. Okay. Give us your... Not off the top of my head. Socks, no. Anyway, mm. sorry, I'll keep thinking. Oh, oh, no. No. Socks, if you had a big sock, as a small <laughs> hat. Um, Fiona. Socks as gloves. Socks as gloves is great. Well done, Fiona. Well done. Um, have you got a joke for us? Yes, I do. All right, strap yourselves in. You guys ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the difference between a genealogist and a gynecologist? What is the difference between a genealogist and a gynecologist? One looks up the family tree, the other looks up the family bush. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the problem with it, Fiona, is I quite liked it. They're meant to be cringy. It was actually quite a good joke. I thought so too, but I, I mean, it can be cringy depending on how you interpret it, but I think it's brilliant. Fiona, I'm very surprised that Carrie actually laughed and didn't go straight in because usually when this topic is brought up, she just mentions... Gynecology? No, you, well, you just mentioned nowadays, well, it would oh, be no looking one has up the bush. family bush nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, g'day, Bronwyn. Hello. Uh, have you got a joke for us, Bron? Cringy one, a cringy joke, Bron. Well, I think it's cringy. Okay. Uh, why did the ghost win an award? Why did the ghost win an award? Who what? knows? Because it was spooktacular. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carrie tried to do a punchline. And I don't know why when the whole competition is to get listeners involved. I was just getting involved. No, you were just so proud. <laughs> Are you laughing out at yours or hers? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I think I heard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bickers. Are you happy if I you, go you, one out, seeing as you didn't even hear the are, last joke? You are the you are the joke master. You do the picking. Um, I just love Zub Zub. Kirsty, you're coming to the fringe. You beauty, just from my zubbing. Let's Zub. zub on. Zub 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 Zub. <laughs> if you want to get involved as well and come along to the Garden of Unearthly Delights, just head to carryandtommy.com.au. Register now. Tell us your jokes. Is that easy? <laughs> Bitmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap with Carrie and Tommy. But don't let the excitement end here. NIB is always looking for new ways to make their health insurance more exciting. NIB. Who knew, right? Learn more at nib.com.au. NIB. As exciting as health insurance gets.